Hey, Battletech fans, welcome back to another eighth episode of WNRP. We are live using our awesome new standard of listening. I'm the host tonight, Matthew Bloodbath Barons. Tonight joining us, co-host, we have Andrew the Mineral Crow. Welcome back to the show. Good evening, gentlemen. And always with improvements, we have Aaron the Coach Crow. Welcome back to the show. Hello, everyone. Last but not least, Tommy, Silent Sea Raven Kruger. Welcome back to the show. Hey, how's it going? We are rocking and rolling. So, gentlemen, have we been enjoying some flooding around the local areas? Oh, man. Woohoo. No, no, I'm not enjoying any of it. <laughs> well, if anybody else is experiencing some uh, cold and wet uh, basements, our hearts and minds go out to you. So, um, our prayers will be with you and uh, definitely keep throwing some uh, towels down and keep the sump pumps running. Um, our local areas have been hit as well. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, how much feedback we've been getting from uh, a lot of our uh, podcasts and input on our Facebook page. I've really noticed that um, we've really had some responses from the battalion we've been putting together on uh, spreadsheet where local listeners or anybody who joins in can actually, you know, find a mech they enjoy and get a spot in a slot in a battalion so far. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> this just kind of started with, uh, I can't remember who made the original post, but uh, let me Perfect. find it. What's that? Drew Bethards. Oh, Drew Bethards basically just went out and like, hey, everybody, what's your favorite mech? You know, and a bunch of people uh, started listing them down. And uh, Andrew decided to make a spreadsheet of it. And it got to be pretty big. And so I was like, oh, well, this kind of has the makings of our own special little unit kind of a thing. So, um, yeah, I put it in a Google Doc. And <laughs> before we know it, like literally within a week, I think, not even that, we had a full battalion full of guys that guys and, uh, that have picked out their favorite mech. And basically, um, I just kind of picked three guys out of the group that uh, joined early and are kind of one of the major posters on the Facebook page um, and put them in as company commanders and just kind of filtered in where I think everybody should go. And man, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely blossomed because what, within the first couple of days we had like a company strength. Oh, easy. I think before we even started it, we were at 26 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. There was 21 plus before it blew up before i was gone for the week that everything decided to <laughs> yeah this this all just like just blew up and like it was just like well let's just ride the waves man this is going crazy and uh yeah the facebook page was just everybody was posting and um putting in their ideas and and it was it was a lot of fun my favorite my favorite part, too, was when uh, Andrew took some time off for sick for sick call, and uh, we basically you know, lost our technical aspect, and we started banging rocks together to try and figure out how to start a fire, get a computer going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so I think once we, once we pretty much got you know, a good chunk of people together, and, and if you go to the Facebook page right now, it's, it's on an announcement. Um, the wolf you can click on it's a google doc now so you can view everything instead of a picture um but yeah everybody's everybody's there's three company commanders um two lance commanders per company um and it was kind of funny because we tried to do a streamed mega mech or we didn't try we did but uh we streamed a mega mech game <laughs> we, we tripped on through it that's for sure I mean, yeah it was it was rough but um yeah, we just took a random lance from the from the uh, battalion and played a game. Uh, speaking of flooding, I think we were in the floodplains <laughs> on never, a game. Never choose oh, yeah. random. Never choose random. Never choose random on map sheets. Just That's it's right. a bad idea. 
It's a bad idea. There's there's way too well, many there's way too many do, pitfalls. If you do choose random, at least look at the map that you chose random and make sure you change <laughs> it up if it's stupid. But and like, also, were you origin on north or south edges of the map too? So we basically played a game. It was a pretty quick um, lance on lance versus the bot. And it was just kind of fun because you could put a name to, you know, our pilots. And it made it a little more personal. And that was a lot more fun, I think. And instantly, right after that, um, we had a bunch of other guys go like, oh, I'm totally doing this with my Lance. Or I'm going to do this with my company or this and that. So it really gave everyone a sense of connectivity, I guess, or or. You know, and ownership, ownership, and ownership. Yeah. And so now like, yeah, I, I think there's a bunch of people that are getting games in, um, trying it out, playing mechs. They probably, you know, they're including their Lance mates. Um, I think it's, I think it's super fun. It's, it's, I mean, I try to write down some random rules to try to have everybody abide by, and we're going to have to go over those again and, and kind of do stuff like that. But, um, it's really taken off and I think it's a, a lot of fun. Um, for everybody that's involved with WNRP. And um, like I said, this week alone, uh, we've gained seven new members to the Facebook page. So That's crazy. I love it. And thank you to the members and listeners for spreading word and, you know, taking an opportunity to sign up and, and add, add yourself to the community of fun and games and interactions socially where you can, you know, continue on um, – with Battletech Classic or Alpha Strike or whatever you might find for a, an interesting aspect, even like MechWarrior getting into the RPG. Um, thank you for getting involved. It's so much fun to watch it evolve on its own because it's, it's not about us. This is about you know just sharing and having fun and building something that everyone else can benefit from. Yeah, and... It's it's also just kind of like I don't know it's gotten a whole new it's breathed new life of BattleTech into me, um, with just like oh hey this is like we have you know we had the podcast we had the Facebook page but this is really bringing people like together and like razzing each other online and and uh, you know giving each other slaps on the back when we do well or you know razzing the guy who got one headshotted on the first turn or something like that. <laughs> It's, yeah, um, you know, like like Gideon, like come on, other alliances, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and go slouching. The other thing is, is like <laughs> we must have picked the right guys for company commanders because they are taking this seriously. <laughs> like, I think they're reaching out to people they would have <laughs> never talked to before, and being like, "Hey, uh, just welcome to the company." You know, uh, just letting you know, uh, it's it's really fun. It's fun to watch the community have something to to really go behind and uh, and strive further i guess well, we let's, we let's need be to come up with some sort of a bracket system for this and pit the companies against each other and and do lance on lance battles and maybe once a month try and <clears throat> bring together the companies and see if you can get how many people could we get together to <clears throat> play a game um yeah especially with a server and maybe run a few scenarios like against some you know liao drones or something like the the necro nightmare that'd be kind of fun yeah i gotta <clears throat> let's hold our breath on that a little bit i got some other <laughs> things in front of me before i can spend time on that <laughs> but, well let's uh, let's get serious about this honestly some of us <laughs> on the other hasn't, hand hasn't played this strong since like the late 90s and it's nice to see people are actually excited about BattleTech instead of us three that in Northwest Iowa that has been playing for a little while, but and Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. And what are you talking I mean, about? Yeah, don't you know? It um, it it is it is fun because people now have like a, a vested interest in each other now. Like whereas before, I mean, you had you either had your local group or you had yourself <laughs> and your kids at your dining, dining room table. Um, it's pretty much yeah. now it's, you know, you're opening it up to a whole nother, like, I don't even, I, I didn't really pair anybody up according to friends that I could see. I mean, I, I, I might've did, but 
I mean, you got four guys that might be across the United States all playing together and they, they don't even really know each other, but now they're Lance mates and they have something to kind of build around. So yeah. United um, against the forces of pig headedness. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, basically um, we filled up a battalion so fast that, um, and it doesn't mean that we're going to stop at a battalion. Um, we have uh, alpha battalion or whatever we're going to call it. Um, but then, uh, another thing is, if you want to join up, we have the Home Guard unit, which is basically, um, you know, people who can't, you know, can't we can't fit them into the battalion, but they're on reserve. And then once we get another <laughs> company, we'll start a whole other battalion. So if you want to join, please join. Um, the faster we can fill up another company, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll um, we'll make room. Yeah, we're definitely going to make room for everybody. I mean, even even if you're not, like, if you're looking for a game. Um, I'm pretty sure anybody will pick up anybody uh, to plug them in every once in a while. So um, there's no reason. Um, but yeah, if, if if you guys are listening to this, please, from around the world, uh, join the Facebook. We'll, we're uh, we're looking to grow this thing. Uh, regiment, here we come. You know. <laughs> Oof. How many yeah. in the regiment? Uh, depends on how, it depends on how you structure your commands. Even minimum. Uh, right around. Well, three, four battalions. Uh, 36 mechs per battalion times three. Roger. 90 to 108 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. That's so awesome. I, I, think it'd be, I think it'd be super fun. And yeah, like Andrew said, um, or, you know, and I've got, I got like rules in there where you can challenge your commanding officer. <laughs> That's um, going to be fun. Just to make it a little fun, um, stuff like that. Um, but also I'd, I'd love to pit, you know, company versus company and stuff like that. That'd be, that'd be fun. That'd be great. That's good out for practice. That's, that's just, that's just playing around and having fun too. It doesn't have to be super serious. I mean, this is for fun. So if, yeah, yeah. if you play is, around, don't get too serious. <laughs> and I've been, I've been pouring through my campaign operations book. I might, I might start creating little scenarios and then just dropping them off to, uh, certain people and be like, Hey, here's your, here's your mission for the month or something like that. Uh, or, you know, uh, just give everybody little, little side jobs, raids, contracts, stuff like that, that they can uh, fulfill. And, and, uh, you know, have oh, a little... we could, we could put like an MUL out here, take this, you know, alpha company, you go against this MUL, anybody in the company play and just post your results and see what happens. Yeah. 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 Um, That's super easy to do. Charles, really, that would be Charles really easy to do. I mean, we could do that to get started with while if and when I get around or am able to figure out how to build a, a, a MechNet server where then we could really start tracking and doing some interesting things. But um, my research is showing that that's not a... Turn it on, turn it on and click a couple of buttons. <laughs> But I mean, like I said, this this literally just blew up within like a week and a half. Yeah, and, I well, uh, I mean, I I called you. I mean, I don't know yeah, if you're not. I was yeah pissed. It, uh, <laughs> we, it, it happened so fast. We we're just like, oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> this, this sounds fun. Let's keep going with it. <laughs> so, uh, but it it'll get refined and it'll just keep getting better and better and better. Um, yeah, we're going to start adding some RPG elements to it and stuff like that. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a really fun time. Just to give everybody a heads up, there's 91 total members on Wolfnet Radio Podcast. So, Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome, guys. Keep them coming in. The more the merrier. So speaking about this uh, Mega Mech uh, game we had, <laughs> we, we, there were the, there were so many headshots recently because of Tommy's uh, Lance loadout that I think we're going to run out of pilots anyways. <laughs> so there'll yeah. be some new slots opening up, I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I've I put on the on the rules reference like if your pilot like literally dies from a headshot and like it's dead dead like our RPG a fun story out of it on how uh, you ejected right before or something like like like. If your mech dies, your pilot dies. He's not actually dead. Let's not, let's not yep. go dive too far into it. But uh, 
Um, but <laughs> sorry, Mark. <laughs> so a long story short, we we <clears throat> were filling the loadout for the Mega Mech and the Lances, and they're like, hey, yeah, let's just throw Uncle Mark in there. And yeah, we'll stuff this big, you know, eight foot, seven foot guy inside this mech and give him a Warhammer just like he loves. And uh, it didn't work out so well. I mean, he was heel and toeing through the water, uh, taking out mechs left and right. But uh, finally, somebody uh, made like what three crits on his leg, and he fell down and drowned in his mech in his uh, in his cockpit. He got he got hit in his head first, like in the first couple engagements, and it breached his head. And then they took out his leg, and he drowned. <laughs> sounds like John and a blood name. Yeah, it sounds like John and blood name. Um, the saddest stories. Apparently being associated with us uh, means that eventually you're going to drown in your battle mech. <laughs> <laughs> so just a heads up. Sounds like the guy that I went against at the blood name. Right? Apparently so, that's a more natural occurrence than we think. So at Gen Con, we should have like a, a button made that has like a rubber ducky <laughs> that you can wear in the pool or a flotation device. We'll just Jeez. we'll just we'll just hand out snorkels. There you go. We'll hand out snorkels for like drowndees. <laughs> That'd be a but, part of uh, like the snorkel club. But so like moving moving forward, um, one of the ways that does make this whole battalion thing what's the word for it? easier or more able to happen is mega mech or tabletop simulator. Um, a lot of people have gone through a lot of work to make BattleTech be able to play online, which is great. Like that's, that's a great tool. But uh, like Andrew brought up the other day, um, we don't want to, How'd you how'd you say that, Andrew? We don't want to digitize everything. So, <laughs> so I I had this conversation with Matt when I first introduced Mega Mech to him as well. In that Mega Mech is is a fun and it's a great tool to be able to play if you don't have a place or people to play with. But BattleTech is a social game, and <clears throat> the the technology is changing where you know we can do a hangouts or something like that while we play mega mech but it's still not the same thing as getting together at, a, at your local game store um cracking open a coke or a beer or whatever throwing some dice and, and having fun with each other um i i <clears throat> I, I was concerned a little bit when we when we started going down the road with mega mech um for the simple fact of i didn't want to lose sight of of what BattleTech is, and it is a social game. And I encourage, I encourage everyone to take the time and get together with people. Um, don't don't get settled with, well, I have Mega Mech so I can play. Um, use it as a tool to to you know hone your skills or just connect with people that you normally wouldn't be able to. But I would challenge everyone to get to a store find a place to play, encourage, encourage others to roll, roll the dice. That's, that's what's, that's what it's there for. So um, I don't know if that hits everything on what we talked about the other night, Matt, Aaron, but um, yeah, it just. Yeah. To, to go on top of that, like the one you, you're never going to get that like rush of adrenaline on Mega Mech on no. rolling, rolling that head hit. Or, you know, because everything, all you do is you point and click what you want to shoot, where you're going to shoot at, and then it gives you a very uninteresting, like, <laughs> survey of what happened. Yeah. Or it's just like, you, you, you never get that, like... There's nothing better than throw, than throwing a, a 12 on a heavy PPC and watching oh, somebody's face go that's right destroyed because you just is, fried a guy in a cockpit. That's super <laughs> awesome when you roll it, physically roll the dice and it happens. But when RNG comes in and it does it for you, it's just it's not as satisfying. It's stealing away the enthusiasms. Enthusiasms. Like your yeah. ten pound dice that hit the table, Tommy. <laughs> I have I have to have that protector. Otherwise it'll go straight through that 
<laughs> that table that Aaron has. Well, not only that, but I mean, Aaron, when was that? How many years ago was it that we did surprise quicksand? Oh, oh God. And all of a sudden, no, more than all, that. A, all of a sudden, movement was probably the most fun portion of the game. <laughs> are, are you going to move? 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 Are you going to yeah. move? When you're, when you're rolling your D6 and you're waiting on bated breath to not roll the six or whatever, and then you <laughs> do, and then you, it, you're, you're, you're just not going to get the excitement um, of playing Battletech on the physical map sheets with the pieces in your hand or, or even with cardboard standouts. It's still way more fun physically rolling the dice and everything happening as it flows. Um, I guess. Right. Because you have to get used to that actual physical game because you can't just have a computer run it for you the whole time and not get used to the format and the you know the next stages of of play puppy puppy oh trust me and then when your dice get hot that's awesome yeah yeah when you're when you got a big handful of dice and you're about to throw out eight ac2s so you got 16 dice in your hand <laughs> ready to roll a whole bunch you get all that excited. Ah. yeah it, it is also um what's the word i'm looking for uh it's it's way more fun when you go into a store and you see guys playing battletech and they're all into it you know they're having fun and they're marking <laughs> their sheets down and stuff like that um Especially when we're like pushing some X-wing guys out of the way with our dice. <laughs> like, move over, move over, and do some elbow it room. Feels really elbow nice room. telling X-wing guys, "No, you can't play this area. I got some big <laughs> mechs on the board." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it also helps grow the community a lot more because they yes. can physically see it. You know, we can run live streams of Mega Mech all we want, and maybe it might pick up a guy here. But you're if you're in your store and you're and I can't encourage you enough uh if you have a local group or you have a couple of guys go to your make it a point to go to your store and play a game there um set up only going to gain more players you're only going to gain more players doing that set up a weekly schedule you know whether it's Uh, monday night tuesday night wednesday night thursday friday saturday sunday whatever how about you start with just let's try and get there once a month yeah (laughs) yeah Talk about, is there going to be there at the store on Saturday with us? Yeah. You guys, you guys, I won't be there. You I will probably, well, unless it's Saturday night. It's It'll be Saturday night. Okay. I might be able to. I have a church thing all day Saturday. But Tommy, um, do you know how to set up the stuff to be able to stream? No, I could figure it out, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll help you guys out there, but... Um, but yeah, and also like learning the math. Yes, learning the math is a big thing. Mega Mech doesn't; it just does it for you. Um, now, I will say, on the other hand, um, I have not played Lambs in probably fifteen, twenty years, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to give it a go. You know what? How? What's it like playing a Lamb Mech? And uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a land air mech. Um, they they are able to interchange between battle mechs and air units. And man, did I not know any of the rules for <laughs> land, land air mechs. But Mega Mech taught me how to do it. Um, you know, it, it was very frustrating, but um, going up in elevation... Um, what does it cost to, you know, you can't just turn on a dime, like you'll fishtail or you'll skid or you'll do this. Yep, um, just like with hovercraft. That's a good baseline yeah. instruction for helping out. It was, yeah. it was very difficult, but you know, you played, you played one game with them or a couple of games and they go pretty fast. You, you learn, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. Okay. So next time I go to the table, um, I know what I'm doing. So in that aspect, Mega Mech is awesome. Do I need to start taking anti-air stuff now? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Yes, you do. I thought you already had that with all the nine EC2s you have. Uh, yeah. Well, he can throw them in LBXs too. And, um, but see, 
that's where Tabletop Simulator kind of has both. Like you still have, you're still rolling virtual dice, but you're still rolling them. You know, nothing's done for you. The only thing it is is it's it just gives you the pieces. You just move them around with your mouse instead of your hand. Um, but Mega Tabletop Simulator's got a long ways to go. Um, it could do some things that could help a player out, but uh, like I said, I, I would not play uh, classic BattleTech on tabletop simulator i would do alpha strike it's much easier and, and faster but um anyway i just wanted to go through those those three aspects of how to play the game and like we don't we don't want you to just do this on mega mech and just you know spit out a game every half hour you know um take take the time out if if you you know if you can do it if you can't then mega mech is there it's a great tool but uh, we are definitely still all proponents of, you know, get the figures in your hand, paint them up, get some dice rolling, uh, learn the math, uh, do it the way it was meant to be played. Amen. And that's the other aspect, too, of, you know, there's a whole other gambit of sometimes we'll just open our, our cases and just look at miniatures for a little while, too, because that can be a lot of fun. Um, I've always noticed that. I'll spend time looking at other opponents' pieces just to see what they're doing for new techniques and making a better-looking miniature. And uh, for those that have uh, stores in the local area, <clears throat> the stores need you as well. I mean, we can't just play at homes as well. If you can get to your local store and Put some put some money in the economy. It's going to keep that store running. I mean, if you don't, and not a lot of people are spreading, you know, community, they're going to shut down. So it's up to you guys and everybody else to ensure that those stores can stay open through local economy. You know, spending some of those nights in there. And moving on, we had a couple uh, had a couple individuals uh, have some good questions like. Uh, Steve Green was requesting um, when taking a motorized platoon, is there is there transport and their lance or a separate lance? Or if units with IT and Omni, can they carry both at the same time? Now, we've covered some of these questions in past uh, episodes, but like if I was going to have a motorized infantry platoon, I'd have one lance of infantry and I'd have one lance separate of uh, vehicles. That way, if you... I mean, realistically, when you even have call signs and communication, you're going to identify those as transport and infantry separately. Oh, hold on now. Motorized infantry is infantry on ATVs. So they have a very different um, transport cost. Right. Depends, depends on what kind of vehicle. So, and I believe that they do break them down by wheeled track and hover um i have to double check that but motorized infantry are infantry that are motorized that's why they're able to move further on the map <clears throat> than standard infantry so don't confuse transport with motorized infantry i think that's where that question to me seemed to get blurry was the terminology there, yeah there was a misconception of <clears throat> if i have motorized infantry then i also need transport yes you you do need transport but if you look at the if you look at the mul and you look at motorized infantry versus standard infantry the it carry is like 12 tons versus three <laughs> that's because of their motorized capability <clears throat> That's a good answer. And um, Joshua Jury was looking into the the era rats for um, some of his units, and he was wondering where do you find those? And normally we would find those in an era uh, field manual, like um, thirty one forty five field manual, where it has you know most of your your units, whether they're clan, intersphere, mercenary, periphery, um, they're going to have those loadouts and uh, random random acquisition tables for you and others other sources can be like the source books that actually highlight a unit or spotlights 
Um, some are old, some are new, and, and you can choose your, your eras as well, depending on what time you want to play in. Um, yeah, if you take, for instance, I have the uh, combat manual mercenary sitting here on the desk. In the <laughs> back here, they've got mercenary faction list. And it's just list. It's just pages of mechs and who has the ability to pilot what and, you know, like a Shogun. Shogun and Annihilator, they're specific to Dragoon units. Whereas, um, oh, the Northwind, um, Northwind made that one mech. Fuck, what was it called? Highlander? Highlander? No, it's not the Highlander. It was a different one that had the MRMs on the shoulder. Big sword. It was an assault mech. Anyway, I forgot what it is. But there are different mechs that are only, you know, they'll, they'll be mercenary general or they'll be, you know, mercenary Lyran affiliation. Where if you're contracted with the Lyran military, you have the opportunity to purchase a night star or, you know, something from Coventry metalworks. Um, that's all in the source books. It's all in the, in those, it's a reason to get those books <laughs> is if you want to build oh, something yeah. action specific. Um, I know that they have a Kirita has a combat manual out as well. Um, in there, they have a, a unique formation that I've wanted to try out. It was uh, a swarm unit which is basically 10, 20 tonners. It's all bug mechs, <laughs> but that's a formation. And you get, you get some bonuses to that formation by following what, what they've illustrated for, for that unit. That'd be kind of a, a neat thing um, to, to try. Just here's my formation and 20 locusts. You know? would, would you almost call that like a type of meta? <laughs> Add, I don't know. Perhaps, I guess. Now, we were talking some other formations kind of like that where we were looking at like striker battalions or when we played at the last Gen Con with the hotel lobby, yeah. we were running a star of Omnimax, a star of hover tanks, and what, 25 elementals or five points of elementals? A star, a star yeah, of star. elementals. And that was fun leapfrogging those those elementals between hover tanks and mechs and seeing how they integrated and seeing how they counteracted each other with movement, uh, use of terrain features, um, how they interacted with like swarming or who would, who would receive the first physical attack if they met in the same hex. Those are kind of fun things to, to play around with. Or like even when they're talking about, um, like the word of Blake where they have their different, their different classes of uh, groups. Now you're talking about pilots um, and specifics. Now during these past kind of um, we've been testing these 8,000 BV values for lances and we've been, Tommy noticed that you're noticing that some of your piloting skills was better than your better use than your gunnery skill improvements. Definitely. I, uh, well, after we have been playing with Mega Mech and showing how random things can be, I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but there's a lot of mechs falling down. Oh, yeah. And um, so I took that into consideration, and I, I'm i more prone to give the piloting the bump instead of the gunnery Yeah just for just trying to get up to that 8,000 if I needed to move a few things, move some points around. So it's, it's helped out quite a bit. I know in real life, I didn't fall down. I think I fell down once when I was going against Matt in the whole match. And I fell down a lot. <laughs> yeah. They were so, like hitting my head with like multiple headshots all the time. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's part of throwing that many stuff down range too, but sooner or later you're going to fall down. But also I like the fact that there's, a, it seems like at 8k, you're going to get hit with 20 points of damage 
almost every turn anyway. So yeah, it seemed like you were we were all pushing. Um, well, it it varied depending on what type of uh, what type of goal we were trying to have. You know, you started to move from heavy hitting weapons to smaller long range weapons that gave you a higher probability to hit key locations like two automatic possible criticals or 12 headshot or um, almost like missiles, but where you don't have to expend that much battle value on the weapon system. And it was all direct fire. You didn't have to re-roll to see how many rounds hit unless you were shooting like double rate. Hey, and man, some of those that lance that I have, I can throw 110 points of, of damage every round and not increasing. Oh. <clears throat> it's my lance. That, that the lance that I have, I throw I can throw some damage out. That's disgusting. And <clears throat> as you can see, I mean in the last couple of times that we have played, um yeah, there's a couple of my mechs that I wish I had a little bit better gunner on them. But when you're throwing when you're throwing heavy PPCs, you really only got to hit a couple of times. <laughs> and yeah, that's, yeah. And that's been illustrated uh, quite heavily in all of the games that we've played um, so far. I've, I've been really pleased with how the Lance has been performing. So, <clears throat> so you've got a couple different, couple different ways of synergies working there. You've got like Tommy's Lance is throwing all these little pieces of damage at you. Death by get, paper cut. Yes. Just like the Phantom C that has all the smalls. And then you got Andrew here who's just throwing direct damage that's massive. I have and one you, I have one missile system in the entire set. The streak yeah. four. That's it. And then I was trying to utilize in mine like pulses and T comms to do accurate fire to just key locations and try and do some coring. Um not necessarily head capping. Some peppering, like when you'd use like a, a streak system or a couple streak systems. Aaron, what'd you have for like a Aaron needs to work on his lance. Aaron does <laughs> need to work on his lance. <laughs> um yeah. I think you're I going just, for like medium and speed. Well, that's what I play. I play medium and speed and man. You were all over the map. It was pretty good. Well, that and I just ugh, I have an I have an affliction to four gunnery skills. I just can't do it. And that's man, why you got to take that's why you got to take pulse lasers and TCOMs and stuff man, like that to to offset that. Yeah, your your BV value goes up a lot just by from yeah. a four to a three. No kidding. <laughs> yes, yeah. <it> does. <laughs> so um, no, I'm I'm working on it. Um, I oh my god. I forgot how much a night sky, how much fun a night sky is playing. Yeah, dude, that that's, makes you, it so much fun. You were just I, craving to sink that that hatchet into somebody's skull, and you uh, didn't get it too. I not on that <laughs> game. Even, uh, I I played the night sky at our masters and minions. Uh, it's, yeah, it's that a lot was of fun. A joke. That was um, a joke. I, I'm I'm tweaking it here and there. Um, it's definitely going to have a Blackhawk Prime in it. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah. Just, I would encourage, you to, I would encourage you to take the S. Yeah. You, you, oh, the pulse six medium pulse anti missile oh. system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would mm -hmm. encourage you to take the S. I didn't. I didn't scroll down far enough to find that one yet, but I, I found it the other day. So. You know that so brings up doing? that brings up some ideas of like what makes a good lance mech with this eight K. <clears throat> and I've been kind of running through some ideas of. I think it's all. I think it kind of boils down to your style of play, though, too. That too. That too. If you're going to run, jump fast in there, and do some quick striking and get back out, yeah, Blackhawk would be great for your Nova. Well, see, that's kind of that was kind of my mentality of going into it because everyone's going to be taking like targeting computers and pulse lasers <laughs> and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, if I jump six hexes, they pretty much just took a targeting computer for nothing. Yeah, you know, if I can, if I can nullify, there. Yeah, but you're also giving yourself a plus three. So I mean, the, the jumping the two-edged sword. It yeah. is, but you know, usually they've got slow, heavy mechs, and it it could be, you know, that, I don't know. That's that's my style of play. I like the running gun. Um, 
You I, definitely, I would encourage you then take a look at that Phoenix Hawk 7K. Um, that's that unit that I've got running in mine. Um, I also, I kind of took a different stance when I looked at it in that I have been using a lot of snubby PPCs. Yeah, you have. Because instead of having to worry about pulses and targeting computers and everything like that, I've just changed my range. My short range on that is nine hexes. <laughs> that I can, when you get on a map within two rounds on my jumpers, I can be shooting at you at short range. So I like that. That's kind of that was kind of the 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 took the take. I looked at and took because I've always played kind of in your face. I'm gonna walk up and give you a bloody nose. The <laughs> unit that I have will bloody your nose from right. lots of different places. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I took the stance of yeah, you're gonna have a lot of people taking pulses and TCOMs and stuff like that. Well, I looked at that snubby and said, well, I can shoot short range out to nine. That's fairly effective. <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty good. And you took that Phoenix Hawk uh, in one of our prior games, and you really did. Uh, he is just kick a crap out of me. Yeah, he, he is did. Just there to cause problems. He's he was always behind you, and he was always shooting you with some kind of snubby. Yep. Well, he's got to jump a nine. Yeah. What is up with all these F variants and and these improved, improved jump, jump jets? They are awesome, huh? Yeah, well, on that on that on that particular mech, I really like it. In that, I got a jump of nine, and I got a snubby with a range of nine. <laughs> um, if I'm not in range, I can be in range next turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt myself with you guys, and I'll hurt anybody who's listening. But I'll say it: if he gets within six, it's over. <laughs> you can't get away from it. Yeah, and now it's it's like what you had to do, Matt. You had to turn. You turned a couple of mechs around. Back to back, baby. To try and eliminate that that back pressure that you had, which just took pressure off of my front three, which allowed me to get after it again. So Yeah, I took like four stones that drug themselves across the map, weighing over eighty tons anyways. And um yeah, they didn't have the movement to keep up at all. All they dug all they could do is brace and uh take damage and then hopefully get some decent shots on you, but it wouldn't go down your, your Phoenix Hawk. It went down pretty tough. Yeah. He's, he's a tough unit to hit. Well, I mean, move nine yeah. hexes. That's yeah. that's three plus jump yeah. is a four. Yeah. If I land in trees, it's five. And if I'm staying at nine hexes away from inner sphere stuff, even medium even range plan stuff, it's medium or long range. Yep. It all I'll adds up. It. I'll have to check it that one out. Up. I, uh, it all adds up. Me personally, I, I, I favor the jumping max. I've always favored jumping max, so that's why my 8K is so different to me. Um, I'm not used to the. Well, I'm just going to pull behind this uh, level one, stay in uh, cover, and then fire away. I'm used to that medium range. Um, aspect of playing the game so it the annihilator um to me just too it's really slow and, oh yeah uh but when he when once he gets in range i, I pretty much stop him throw out the anchor and let's all right let's just stay here for a little while <laughs> let those pigs eat right so let yeah those that, ammo counters go i uh I didn't. I didn't feel the uh, that that it would work that well, but after seeing it play out, I th it, it works pretty good. Except for against the Phoenix, what two C seven? Yeah, uh, that mech got me pretty good, even if we only played a quarter of a game. <laughs> and I so, definitely think you would have won that game, by the way, because yeah. So those are a lot of aspects we can look at where, you know, you want your mechs to be tough. You don't want them to go down very easily. I mean, having like those extra light engines, you lose a torso, you're done. Um, your heat efficiency. I mean, you, you want to try and shoot everything you can 
in one turn and not overheat and not be out of range of some of your weapons accuracy that comes down to range speed of your mech you know but this is fun with your personalities it's interesting to see what people are going to take and uh i like it that we've been able to use this 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 mapping test bed to, to really get used to how these lances operate and how we i mean you find out a lot about a player the way they react to what you're doing I mean, because you're not just playing the units, you're playing an opponent. I mean, you have to figure out what that chess player is going to move. And it's always fun to say, like, I think I know where you're going to move. And like, no, you don't. Like, well, you want to put a beer on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I was wrong. Shoot. What kind do you want? Um, he's moving along. But uh, I've gotten halfway through... Um, always faithful and it's been a really good book so far and it's, it's kind of tough like not giving any any hints and secrets of it okay well i i threw that in there just because i knew you guys were reading it i haven't read it yet but that's why i like said no spoilers um oh, yeah <laughs> definitely i i can totally guys, agree can can somebody give me like a synopsis of what it what the story is about kind of um who's involved what time period uh so the story the story takes place after the second starling has has taken huntress basically the twilight of the current clans yeah and it is a chronicle of what happens after the iridani light horse secure huntress and after Victor Steiner Davian wins his trial of refusal against the rest of the clans. At the homeworlds. It kind of talks about what happens on Huntress and how ill-equipped the light horse were in <clears throat> what to do after the war type of thing. I mean, it was there's was, there's a lot of things going on in the book that were really fascinating to read and and you kind of had a different way of looking at things as you read it you're like oh yeah i guess i would not have thought thought of things in that regard but it makes sense now um it, i really i, I really put it down i couldn't put it down <laughs> i really did pick up on some of those ideas um because i've seen a little bit of those those uh things through foreign war conflict and the internal conflict that happens <clears throat> sometimes can be more devastating than the external conflict of just the turmoil of warfare. And then you start to think about the populace or the, um, the controlling unit that's in the area. And that is a really interesting dynamic about how that was captured and written down i am really uh really think a lot of people are going to enjoy that and it'll make them think a little bit differently about what makes what makes characters tick the i mean i think it's also i think it's stated you know paul moon and trent are in the book and I I don't want to say anything. I don't want to take anything away. It's, I know exactly. I know exactly how you're feeling because it was it uh, was very it was a very very interesting how the two of them came to see each other's viewpoints and how I can't say anymore. Can't say anymore. Right, exactly. I'll, I'll give away a major component of it if I say yes. more. So we'll just leave it there. It is a must read. Especially for those, you know. Especially you, for Aaron. What? Aaron, you get the month. <laughs> okay. Next next podcast, we have to talk about it, <laughs> and that will be two months after the book has come out, and we're going to talk about it. Yes. So, so what? What about all the listeners? Well, you better get on now. <laughs> you, you, you Spoilers guys just in like a month. Me, you get a month. Spoilers in a month. You've been notified. Um, everybody who's been uh, looking for some smoke jaguar remnants. I mean, just like the 
just like the cover looks, you're going to have a, a great, a great storyline to follow. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to know. I mean, it, it, you know, pretty much anything that all the guys that are the main writers for Battletech, they always put out good stuff. Um, I think you'll ask anybody, they don't put out enough, <laughs> but uh, you know, they're, they're just getting back into it. So I think we're, we're going to be on the horizon of a lot more fiction. So I think recently it's been, I mean, like you said, it's been picking up a little bit and yeah, there's not near enough, but I mean, seeing, seeing like what, three, four prints come out. I mean, one was a remake, but for a trilogy, but I mean, having a couple of books come out in as many months has been awesome. So um, we, can, we can talk about that too. Tomorrow, Monday, there is going to be some major <laughs> availability of things on the uh, Catalyst store. Um, we've got a new map set, first new map set in almost 20 years coming out. Um, I'm looking forward to the new battle mats. Um, we played on those. At Gen Con um, this last Ooh. year, I'm very happy that they uh, made it to a product. Um, I can't stress enough how awesome they are. They were really a cool product. Um, got a label pin that's coming out. Um, the trilogy for the Kellhounds is going to start coming out. Um, yeah, really that's what I want to see. That they, they, if they are what I think they are, they were a very good read. Um, and then we're going to get a new turning points as well from Funk Reach it. So, uh, yeah, I'll be dropping some cash tomorrow. Um, whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to get new stuff. Uh, we started talking about narrowing down a miniature color scheme recently. Oh, definitely for the new battalion. I now we're know. we've we've had a few examples that we really like that we've seen and. What were the color scheme going to be? It was orange. It's a dark, dark gray base with light gray highlights, and orange is the a bright orange, fiery orange is as a accent color. That way, we look like referees on the battlefield. Oh, <laughs> like you guys are doing fine. You must die. Now, some of the terrain features we've been using in these maps. Um, even playing like tabletop trees have been a huge thing in partial cover. I don't know what else, what else we've been using. I, I know the, the water has been hurting us a lot, especially on that, that Lance on Lance. Well, you gotta remember, back. you gotta remember, right. In classic, you don't get penalized for using the trees where in alpha strike, you're penalized for using the trees, which mm -hmm. is, I, I hated the rule change. I get why they did it, but I still hate it. It's It discourages you from taking advantage of terrain features, which I, I don't like. I, I would rather encourage people to grab the high ground or, yes, you want to take cover in the trees. Um, Alpha Strike, you get penalized. Classic, you don't. So that's why there's a huge discrepancy in how they're played hooray for classic yeah hooray for classic on that one definitely now tommy and i discussed during our our game at the shop this past week of i started noticing something right before it was going to happen i was like this is this is the pivotal moment where i'm going to start losing he's like why is that i'm like because i'm not going to have that defensive buffer distance in between my mechs and yours he kept on pushing towards my max, and I just stopped. Mm -hmm. like, and, oh, yeah, you come closer to me. I'll have my negative <laughs> modifier, or not negative negative modifier, but I'll have my zero modifier to uh, for movement. So, yeah, but you forgot you were behind cover, so you couldn't fire anyways. Yes, um, I want to try to wind this down, but at the same time, go back to what Andrew. Uh, and I just remember this. Are we going to be getting new stuff uh, posted Monday, or is it just like uh, the same stuff they said, only we're going to get pictures? You'll be able to purchase it on month tomorrow. Oh, so we're not getting any new like new information. 
It's um, been on. It's been on the website for a while. I've been kind of personally hoping like it was going to be the, my Marauder debut or something. Oh like that. no! <laughs> I would have. We would have led the show off with that if that would have been the case. I was like, God damn it! When is that thing coming out? I've already seen like too many pictures of it on dioramas and stuff. I'm like, just give it to me. Yeah, I'm. I really want the the core three. Four. <laughs> Um, I really want to get that. I want to get my hands on a Phoenix Hawk. I really like the look of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if anybody's seen. I have not seen new art for the Crusader yet. That's the only one that I have not. Oh, the Goliath. We haven't seen art for the new Goliath. Uh, yeah. What's the other one? Anyway, I don't think we've seen art for the Marauder 2. Um, I know we have the Marauder. But yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I just was kind of excited that maybe, maybe we might get that stuff. But uh, who knows? It might be. Fingers crossed that we get something special for Gen Con this year. Please, powers that be, give us the goddamn Marauder and Warhammer. We have to. It's the thirty-fifth <laughs> anniversary. Like, it's on. it's on the it's on the t-shirt for crying out loud. <laughs> it's on the t-shirt. It's on the sweatshirt. Just kidding. it's on everything made. <clears throat> just give it to us. <laughs> oh, anyway, I think uh, I'll, I have to go to bed. So, uh, shout outs. Send it. Um, I've got uh, I got one for uh, Brian at Fighting Piranha for some awesome uh, decals. I will, I will start out with uh, first of all shouting out everybody who one has joined the Facebook page, two um, has joined the battalion. Um, like I didn't get any work done this entire week because it was just like so much fun doing that um it was I mean, a blast. You quit your job uh, well no i was there but <laughs> i wasn't really there um it was just like they just kept flying in and i was like oh my goodness this is so much fun and like um i uh, just want to like encourage you guys get some games in um post your post your stuff uh, either email it to us or um if something crazy happens or something like that post on the facebook page um let us see how your progression's going uh let us see how your games are going um just uh yeah just keep us all in the loop and uh and we'll keep this baby rolling uh hopefully uh first company second battalion will be done by you know maybe the end of this week who knows that's what i got matt Do we lose? No, I will. I will shout out to. Um, I'll shout out to those spouses that allow us to uh, <laughs> continue to broadcast and 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 podcast, and uh, you know treat us well, and understand yep. that we have we have a fun we have a fun thing that we do, and it keeps us sane. We should continue doing that. My wife loves to tell the story about how I had <laughs> a small hobby when we first met. I told her I had a small hobby. Liar. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out to uh, uh, Gideon's squad, uh, Sean Daly, especially. Oh, so. um, that would be. Give me a second. Give me a second. B Company. Uh, B Company. Uh, aptly named Skull. <laughs> Yep. Nice. Which I thought was a Viking thing. Well, it is a Viking oh, thing, but it it's actually um, I had I actually typed it in, and it's two wolves that chase the sun and the moon. It was an old Nordic hmm. um, fairy tale or something like that. So that was very cool. <clears throat> but yeah, B Company Skull. <laughs> Anybody else? You guys kind of covered everything, so I'll I'll second those that have joined the Facebook, and I'll I'll give a shout out to our listeners. Um, you know, we really appreciate the fact that you're out there, that you're listening. Um, we love the feedback, uh, we love the questions. Um, you know, again, like Matt stated earlier, <clears throat> or somebody stated earlier, this isn't about this is about the community. This is about bringing people together. This is about 
enjoying a game that that we all <clears throat> find enjoyment in so um thank you for listening and keep keep posting keep keep letting us know you're out there definitely and you can reach us at uh wnrp at wolfstragoons.com and also our uh wnrp facebook page and with that uh have a pleasant night and a great tomorrow Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Oh.